everybody. My name is Stefan Coons. Welcome to the podcast. Um, I am the owner of Pursuit Health and Performance. Guys, if you don't know who we are, we are an online training and nutrition company. We train all over, I think right now, in like 30 different states. Um, we help men and women get in the best shape of their life, and we primarily work with veterans, first responders, so firefighters, cops, nurses. Um, and um, this episode is actually very important to those type of people because the, the title of this is fitness for quality of life versus quantity of life. And I'm going to tell you guys uh, a little bit of a, a story. So listen up. I, when I first started really getting into working out, I'm about to be 32. I know I'm not that old, but in the space of fitness, I'm not like old, but I'm up there. I've been lifting for 15 or 16 years, like pretty freaking consistent. And so for me, I've been beat up. I've had injuries. I've lift, I've lifted for aesthetics. So just looking good. I've lifted for performance. Um, and I've lifted for both right. Um, at the same time. And I think for, for this community of people that pursue, um, trains and we, we train like general population too. people that just want to like look good naked, totally could help you. But for the veterans and the first responders, there is a component of performance to Ex, uh, to their job, right? To exactly what they do. Now, depending on what you do, like, let's just say a firefighter, honestly, is probably one of the most active or military. We do work with a lot of military, but some of those jobs within military and medical, they're actually just sitting all day. So that's why we do individual customized programs, both exercise and nutrition, because if you're like, I work in the medical field, you could be an ER nurse, or you could be sitting at a desk all day doing admin stuff way different lifestyle, way different performance, all that. And so the, the the reason why I'm telling you guys this is because a lot of our clients or potential clients say, well, I want to look good, but I also want to be able to perform a job, right? For the general person that has a desk job or a nine to five, maybe it's not super necessary. Sorry, I got an itchy nose. Um, but for for most most of you guys, you just want to look good. But this is this is going to help for both. So check this out. I personally think that if you are going to the gym, you're lifting for some aesthetic performance, like aesthetic look. It's not just performance for 99% of people. In fact, I would say that the vast majority of people that even have a performance-based job, law enforcement, firefighter, when I talk to these individuals, they're like, I just want to look good. I want to lose weight. And I ask them, do you care about like the performance aspect? They're like, no, I could do my job fine. So the, the cool thing about focusing on aesthetics is, is this, and this is why I think focusing on aesthetics is really important because that's what you want. Like, yeah, you want to perform, but my question is this, and you have to ask yourself this. If I was a performance animal, but I looked like crap, right? Because you can do that. You can be like a really good shape and good endurance and strong and really like not look great. You can kind of have a dad bod. I've seen it a million times. These people are in actually really good performance shape. They don't look that great. Um, and then I would ask you, like, would you be happy with that? Most of you are going to be like, hell no. But if I asked you, what if you looked really good naked and you had like a chiseled body and you were toned and had the physique you want, but your performance was like not that great? Most people would say I would be fine with that. In fact, I'm total. That's what I want. I don't even care about the performance. So, um. That is going to affect if you're lifting for quality of life versus quantity. And the reason I say that is because there's two tracks, okay? We'll just like separate them completely. 
If you want to lift for quality of life, your routine should have a lot of cardio in there. Um, that should actually, I wouldn't say be your main, but maybe like 40% should be cardio and uh, mixed modal cardio. So variations, you're going to do steady state cardio. You're going to do a little bit of hit training, right? Some higher intensity stuff. And that's going to be really good for your cardiovascular system. And longevity wise, that's super, super important. Your second thing you'll probably do, pro honestly, even more important, I think, than strength training is mobility training. Now, I'm going to tell you, flexibility is just holding a position. So, you know, if you can't, if you're looking this on uh, Spotify uh, and you're not watching the video on YouTube, maybe you can't tell. By the way, this is on Spotify video and YouTube. But if I'm doing this, I'm just doing a stretch. I'm doing a static hold, right? And this would be an uh, what's called like a pack, a passive stretch because I'm not stretching myself into this position. But if I do this and I can barely reach across, right? That's your mobility. Your mobility is basically active flexibility. And the reason that that's really important is because as we get older, mobility is usually the first thing to go. Now, strength training can for sure help. Going in the gym and doing deep squats and um, doing different exercises can help. In fact, the best way to create flexibility slash mobility is end range strength. So you actually go squat, but you squat like really deep and really wide, and that's going to stretch out your adductors and your, your quads and your ankles. That's actually the best way to get flexibility. I'm not going to get too deep into that, but like, if you're like, I want to live longer and be able to like still function, that's what I would say. But the problem is if you say, well, coach Stefan, I only really want to dedicate or can dedicate, you know, four hours a week in fitness, which I'm going to tell you right now, this is my, like, think about that. You're going to say, I'm only going to go to the gym four days a week for an hour. Okay. Totally fine. I have a busy life. I have kids. I have this job. Okay. That's what you decide. But what if I told you you're only going to dedicate three hours or four hours a week to relaxing and television. Most people watch way more than that. If you were to add up seven days, um, or like only four hours to your phone scrolling through Instagram and and watching Netflix and doing that, 100%, you'd be like, you, you couldn't do it. I almost guarantee you, you couldn't do it. You spend probably five hours a week or more on your phone easily. Plus, you probably watch one to three hours of TV probably every day. So I'm just saying, you guys have to be realistic with your fitness goals. I know it's a little bit of a tangent, but the reason is because you get to dictate how much time you put into your health and fitness goals. And like, this is just me. I think doing five hours a week should be minimum, right? And that includes stretching, cardio, everything. Like that should be minimum for everybody because even if you're like, well, I'm really out of shape and I'm just starting, I'm not saying go to the gym five days a week and strength train for 60 minutes, but there's other components of your fitness besides just squatting and deadlifting and doing pull-ups. Yes, that has to be limited because you might be newer into fitness. Sorry, my allergies are killing me today. Um, but generally like you want to dedicate more time. And so you have the track where you can focus on cardio, mobility, and flexibility. And then strength training is like the other 60 to 50% versus this is just my opinion. If you want a quality of life. And when I mean quality of life, I'm, I'm just saying that most of you guys, even as first responders and stuff, you're probably not doing a lot of like physical things. I could be completely wrong. I know law enforcement's that get uh, people that are on our program that get into tussles or they have to chase after somebody. Um, I know firefighters that have to like go in a building. That's not who I'm talking about. Okay, you guys should 
very much be based on performance. Like you took an oath to help people. You need to be a badass. Okay. So you need to perform. You need to not be out of breath. You need to be able to handle the situation that you signed up for. That's just, you know, that's what I think. I think you need to be in shape. Just like when I was in the military, even though I was just an aircraft mechanic, I'm like, if shit goes down, I'm crushing people. Like I was just ready. And that's, and, and that was my mentality, you know, even in the air force, when I literally didn't need to do that at all, I was ready because I took that oath. And I was like, I want to be able to come home to my family. I want to be able to protect my country. And so if you guys have that, that job, you need to be, you need to care about the performance, but if you don't, um, you should be worried about aesthetics. And I'm going to tell you why it will improve your quality of life so much more. The reason is because if you think about the things that make you happy, I think the things that make you people generally happy um, probably are feeling good about themselves, right? Like it, within fitness, okay? Feeling good about yourself, which is like a, the way you look, how much energy you have, how sexy you feel. And that basically all comes down to aesthetics. If you're a performance animal, you definitely walk around feeling fit, but it doesn't mean you're gonna be happy the way you look. Um, like putting yourself in social situations, you might feel a little bit weird. And so I'm just telling you that from all the clients I've trained, probably thousands of clients over my 11 plus years of training, I've seen people get way more happy with the aesthetics. And this is why, if you focus on aesthetics, you're gonna almost always like be able to perform better than when you started. And the reason, and I hear fitness trainers say the opposite, and to be honest with you guys, I actually... Um, kind of believed the opposite. I said, well, if you just focus on being strong and performing really well, you'll just look good. This is the truth. You will look good. You will look way better than you are right now, but you won't look as good because what a lot of you guys are doing in the gym and what you want is literally bodybuilding. And it's funny because women, especially that I you know, have consultations with, and actually a lot of men too say, I want to be in shape, but like, I don't want to be a bodybuilder which I know they're thinking of like on stage, Mr. Olympia, jacked, ripped steroids. But a lot of these guys that you see on Instagram, where you're like, oh, he's sexy. He has good abs. He has good chest. They're literally doing bodybuilding exercises. They are bodybuilders. They're not professional bodybuilders. They are bodybuilders. If you look at what I do, I'd say about 75% of my routine is bodybuilding. Like, is it a kind of a more like functional style? Sure. Do I have times in my life where I more transition towards performance? Sure. But I think I have a better quality of life when I live for aesthetics. And this is why I look better. I feel better. I'm more confident. Um, when I go out on like date night or go to social events, I can like eat what I want and drink and feel like I can have a couple beers and drink alcohol. Why? Because I don't feel like I'm going to get fat. I'm already like really lean and I already have the physique I want versus if I was based on performance. Yes, I, I would look good. But in my opinion, I'd look like 20% less good. And I think that I wouldn't be as happy. I think that the things that make me happy is being able to like go out to dinner and go out with friends. And like, if my son wants to go get freaking froyo, I can go do it. And I'm not saying that you need to worry about every single calorie you put in your body. But I honestly like have transitioned my mindset to, to say that if you worry about aesthetics and you do it right, you have to do it right. You will actually be a pretty good in performance. And that's what we do at pursuit. We're not like, we don't say, Oh, you're going to do just bodybuilding. We, th we throw mobility in there. We throw flexibility. We throw some cardio. Now it's all dependent on the individual's goals. 
what they can do physically and what their job is, right? So if you're a cop and you're like, man, I work downtown and I'm always getting in like tussles and stuff and I need to be more flexible and I need to be more explosive, your routine is going to look way different than an ER nurse that's like, hey, I just need to have stamina and I wanna lose 30 pounds. Like you're gonna have a different routine, not just because whether it's a female or male, it doesn't matter, both males, both females, it, it doesn't matter. You have a different occupation, you have different things you're doing. So lifting for the quality of life versus the quantity of life, they're going to be completely different. Now, I personally feel like I have kind of hacked this equation with my fitness journey. Um, and there's something that I'm going to tell you here soon that's super important because this is, and, and this is probably something you don't have to worry about yet, but you will if you keep going. You can't do a program that kind of incorporates a little bit of everything forever if you want to get good in one area, right? It makes sense. If you were playing, if you're like, I want to start playing instruments and you wanted to learn the guitar, the piano, and the trumpet at the same time, you will progressively get better at each instrument. But the second you're like, I'm just going to practice the guitar for this next month, your progress is going to go up exponentially, right? That makes sense because your focus is all on one thing. And so for me and my fitness journey right now, I feel like I have really good aesthetics. I feel pretty strong. My back is rehab for my injury. Like I'm feeling pretty good. My cardio has kind of suffered because I've been so focused on strength training. But the one area that is actually lacking for me, even though I, I do it, is my mobility. My flexibility is like not terrible, but my mobility, I guess, and flexibility isn't really great. And it's actually suffered for a long time. Now, for what I do on a day-to-day -day basis, this is the key. I have no use for it. Like, I don't need to be more flexible than I am. I don't need to be more mobile than I am. I am not going to just fall apart. But I like to do, like, certain type of lifting that's going to require me to be more mobile. And sometimes I do have pain in my shoulder when I'm just doing, like, regular bench. Um, shoulders are a, a struggle area for me. For some people, it's their, their knees and their back. You see me in my back. But I'm beat up, man. I've been lifting for 16 years. So for me, I'm actually focusing more on the qual uh, quantity of life aspect, doing more of the cardio and mobility because I've built up this physique. Now, it doesn't mean that I'm doing a 30-70, a right? I'm basically right now, I would say I'm actually the opposite. I'm doing about 70% quality of life or aesthetics and 30% quantity of life, right? More of the mobility and the flexibility. But I'm actually probably going to go to like 50-50 for a while. And the reason is because I can, I'm, I'm not going to stay in the exact shape I'm in because I'm putting more, uh, you know, more gear towards, uh, or more like not gear, but more, you know, oomph towards, uh, the longevity side. But, you know, you have to, you have to ask yourself like, what's more important to you. And you have to be really brutally honest because I see a lot of people that say, yeah, I want to perform. And the crappy thing is they end up actually doing the like wrong type of training when really, when the real reality is they just want to look good. Like be honest with yourself because your training will vary. It's going to be different. In fact, I had a client like, I think like this time last year that said all the time, I just care about my health. I just care about my health. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? What does that mean to you? I just want to be like flexible and I want to have like good cardio and I want like my blood pressure to be good. So I programmed that individual a lot of like quantity of life stuff. And then they were like, I feel like all I'm doing is like stretching and mobility and why are my warm up so long? And I don't even like doing cardio. And I'm like, 
well, you said you wanted to get healthier. Like this is the stuff that's more important to your health than lifting weights and building muscle. I mean, that is important, but like, honestly, when you're 60 or 70, yes, you should be doing strength training, but if you just do strength training and you neglect that, dude, you're going to be tight and have injuries. Go to your local big box gym and look at all the guys that are in their 50 and 50s and they move like Frankenstein. They're all tight and they've done no mobility and their shoulders always hurt and they have like tennis elbow. Even my dad, he's like I'm about to be 60 and he always has an injury. Always. He's very unflexible. He does no mobility. Sorry, dad, to put you on the spot. But he goes to the gym and he kind of like does his lifts and like basically leaves. And he's going to just be riddled by these little injuries forever, right? So I guess that does affect the quality of your life, but it's also the quantity because if you're really immobile, there's actually been tons of studies like, uh, like um, I forget the exact test, but it's like basically, can you get off the floor with your hands? And it's a really good predictor of how long you'll live, right? Because once you turn like 60 or 70 and you come, become a little more decrepit and you fall, those injuries like mess old people up, right? You fall, you hit your head, you break your bones, you become more immobile. If you had a grandparent or a parent, you know what I'm talking about. So if you're mobile and strong and you have good cardio, now you don't need to be able to squat 300 pounds. You don't need abs when you're 65, 70 years old, like to honestly have like a, a quantity and quality of life. You just need to be mobile and have good cardio and have good lipid tests, right? Those are the things that matter when you're older. So for me, I'm worrying about those things for two reasons. Because there, there's a little bit of crossover and this might be confusing. Yes, I want to feel better when I'm older. I'm like 32, I'm a little beat up. I'm like, man, what's the next you know, 30 to 60 years of my life gonna look like if I'm already in pain and I have all these things going on? So that's why I'm transitioning you know, my journey over to more of the mobility and quantity of life because I want to live longer um, and I want it to be quality of life. Also, Mobility actually is, is more important than people think for a quantity of life to look good and sexy. And this is why if you're lifting, let's say for like five, 10 years, you're going to have to like push your body and progressively overload your body over and over and over and over again. And the number one thing that slows people down on their fitness journey and makes it so they're not continuously making progress or even make it difficult to maintain their progress are injuries. Number one thing, the number one thing. They're like, I was doing well, and then I threw up my back. I was doing well, and then I had this knee pain, and then like I had so much momentum, and then I was like off for three months, and then I kind of like lost my motivation. I dude, I see it every freaking week. So, because of that, if you're more mobile, if you're more flexible, it doesn't keep you injury free necessarily, but you're way less likely to pull your muscle, to tear your rotator cuffs, to slip a disc, and those are the injuries. Usually, these aren't like you know, the barbell crash on me and I snap my back in half. They're like little things that nag you. And a lot of times they get worse. And so for me, I actually want to take my aesthetic goals and my quality of life portion, like way higher next year. I, I might even do like, uh, like a bodybuilding show. Who knows? Right. I just like, I want to get my physique to be better. And mobility training is going to help me do that because there are some things where if I train chest so often, my shoulder kind of starts to hurt. Right. And so I have to like take time off. I have to be able to get more mobile to become more flexible. And yeah, I'm going to get a little less strong technically on those lifts, but I'll be stronger at the joint. I'll be more mobile at the joint. And the theory is when I go back to doing more aesthetic lifting and quality of life lifting, then I'm, excuse me, then I'm going to not have to hit a brick wall. I'm not going to stop. 
And I know this is a little bit contrary because some people say like quality of life is being flexible and being mobile. No, it's not, dude. You know what I mean? I, I know some guys in the fitness industry and girls that are super shredded. They look freaking awesome. They're having a great time, okay? They don't need to drop and do the splits. They don't need to have like crazy shoulder extension and internal rotation. And you need to have like some mobility, but you'll see these gurus on Instagram, which I do admire these people, but they're like super flexible and they want to teach you how to do all this stuff. And it's great, but honestly, you probably don't need that. And that takes a lot of time. And the reason that I put it off, because I think it's boring. Like that's the truth. Um, I'm gonna have to start doing FRC, which is fun functional range conditioning. It's basically like, deep stretching for like a long time, 45 minutes to an hour. That's your whole workout workout. To me, that's boring. Like I don't, I don't even want to do that. Uh, and so I've been avoidant, right? Even as a coach, I'm like avoiding what I know I should do because I don't want to do it. But there comes a point where you have to kind of make that decision. So to wrap things up, you guys need to decide what is most important for you. If it is more of like a quality of life or quantity of life, and you can do both. You just have to have smart programming. And I would say that maybe like 85% of the clients that we train in pursuit have some component of both. Like they, they, they do, because I think if you completely neglect one area, you're just going to be dissatisfied because let's be honest, everybody wants the full package. Everybody wants the full package. Why would you not want to look good, have abs, be strong, be explosive, be flexible. You're like, no, I'm just good with looking good. Like if you could do it right, if it wasn't an insane amount of work, would you do it? And for most people, yeah, you would. And so that's my ultimate goal. And the last thing is I get bored. Like, to be honest with you guys, if you've been lifting for a long time, maybe you're listening to this and you've been, you've been lifting for like three, four years, five years, even with all the switching up routines and everything, I need other things to work towards. Um, and I need to switch things up. And that's how I'm able to lift for 15 years. And I have another 50 years of lifting, hopefully in front of me. That's a long time. That's a long time. That's a whole lifetime. And so if I don't find things that are exciting and fun, I'm not going to be able to lift for a long time and consistency is king and consistency trumps everything. And if you want a good quality and quantity of life, you need to keep exercising. You need to keep moving your body and you're less likely to keep doing that if your exercise routine is boring and it sucks, right? And, and that's the most people. They do it. They're like, this is pretty miserable and they don't keep doing it, right? People don't do things they don't wanna do. So besides exercise and work, think in your life, what are things that you do that you don't wanna do? Probably not a lot. You've probably cultivated your life to where the things that you really, really, really don't like, you don't do, whether that's like cleaning your pool, mowing your grass, maybe your laundry. I mean, maybe you're stuck with that chore. I don't do the laundry personally, cause like, I don't like it, but I have to do the dishes sometimes. But like, besides household chores, I guess, there's things in your life that you're like, I don't like doing it. And you create your life of comfort, right? You, you make sure that you're not doing the things that you don't like all the time. And so if you want to keep moving, if you want to keep feeling good, you need to prioritize fun too. You need to prioritize some type of training that brings a little bit of excitement, which is why I switch things up and I have goals. Our clients at Pursuit that have goals tend to crush it right? We have literally actionable goals that they're going towards every single month. That way they're not just working out just to work out. Like whether it's lose five pounds, bench more, squat more, um, gain two pounds of muscle, you know, have better energy. It doesn't matter what the goal is, but you're working towards something and it keeps it fun. And most people train with us for actually quite a while. And most people, their year, 
you know, their year program is up like that, right? At a snap of a finger and they're like, wow, I've already, I'm already done. That's a good sign. That means that it was fun. It was exciting. You didn't even realize it. And that means you can repeat that process over and over and over again for the rest of your life and stay in shape and hopefully have a really long, healthy, happy life. Cause that's what we all want, right? Um, we all want to live. I think most of us want to live to be 80 years old at least, but like a good 80, right? Like where you're doing stuff and you get to see your grandkids and you're like vibrant and you're retired and you get to travel. That's what I want to do. And so my training now at 30 years old or 32 years old, it doesn't seem like it, but it is going to help me live a better life. And by the time I'm like 40 or 50, dude, I'm gonna have so many years of training under my belt that it's just like such second nature, which it already is to me. So it's not a, it's not a mental battle also to like stay fit and go to the gym. I actually find it fun and I look forward to it. And so even if you're not, you know, uh, deep into fitness like me or our, our other coaches, it doesn't matter. You could start now. And, and, and unless you're 75 years old, you still have a lot of time under your belt to create a better quality of life for the life you're living now and hopefully add on some years. So I appreciate it. I hope this podcast was helpful, guys. As always, if you could like, comment, subscribe, share this podcast. I'm not sure where you're listening to it right now, um, but definitely screenshot it on social media. You can tag us on, on Instagram. It's at pursuit underscore HP. So very, very excited to um, continue these episodes with you guys and we'll see you next time.